You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. The Bible says every day is a gift from God. We must take nothing for granted. And it's always special to be in the presence of God. We must never take His presence for granted. You know, when we come to Him, we come to surrender to Him. And we say, yes, Lord, speak to my heart. And so many times we've heard that if you want God to speak to your heart, you have to clear your heart. Because this is the prayer room. This is the contact point. This is the place of communication where God speaks to you. Because God is spirit. And the only way he connects with you is with your spirit, with your heart. So we have to get rid of all the the hindrances and the stumbling blocks and the unforgiveness and the hatred and the anger so that I can be free in His presence, to hear His voice, to worship Him, to surrender, to give Him my all. And this morning I want you just to fall in love with Jesus all over again, to come, to open your heart this morning, to have an expectation that change is coming because tears may, may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I say joy comes in the morning. And in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And the joy of the Lord will be your strength this morning. And as I speak, as this morning, I speak to your heart this morning. There is no other name but the name of Jesus. He is King. He is Lord. He is the Alpha, the Omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. There is none like him. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. So I say this morning that your life will be captured this morning by the glory of God. I decree and declare that you will leave this place being transformed by the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost. And in His presence this morning, I see the heaviness just simply lift. I see burdens being removed. I see weariness go. And I see God just open the way for you. And just for a few moments, I'm speaking to you about facing your storm. Because Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulations. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. He says, cheer up this morning. He says, cheer up. Because of what he did on the cross and the price that he paid on the cross. And this morning we thank him. We thank God for the crucified Christ. We thank him for the lamb of of Jesus. We thank him this morning for his son that he gave us. So you are facing a storm or a challenge this morning. Each and every one of us, we have challenges, but they are just camouflaged differently. But then we ask the question, why? Is the storm or the challenge something that you brought upon yourself? Or is your storm or your challenge just simply a test 
from heaven that you have to pass? That is the question this morning that I want to ask you. So many of us are facing poverty, affliction, pain, disappointments. But this morning, I want you to have an understanding of the source. Because therein lies the wisdom of God. It's when the prophet says, get God, get God's opinion for your situation. Because that will help you of how you're going to go through your storm. Because the love of God will not keep you from tests and challenges, but He has promised to see you through to get you to the other side. So there are two types of storms. The one that you bring upon yourself and the one that heaven will allow, the unchangeable event, and that is your test. That is for your promotion to take you to the next level so that you and I can become a mature son of God. Because we are all in the process of perfection to become like Jesus. And we thank Jesus this morning for his presence. But one thing is I want to make clear this morning, that God is always in control. No matter what you are faced with this morning, no matter what you are going through, God is still God this morning. He's on the throne. He's the God of the day. He's the God of the night. He's the God of the good times. He's the God of the hard times. So I have to learn to run into His presence because this will help you to serve God with reverential fear this morning. This will help you to never question God. Nothing happens without His will and His command this morning in your life. And so many times we've, we fix our eyes upon the devil. We focus on the devil of what he's doing in our lives. But he was defeated on the cross. Jesus stripped him of all his principality and his power. He made a public spectacle of him when he triumphed over him on the cross. So even the enemy this morning has to function within God's word, within his laws. This will help you not to easily get offended with God. This will help you to always worship God. This will help you to be content, to be steadfast, to be immovable, to be unshakable. Knowing that he's king, that he's on the throne this morning. That as I lift my eyes to the hills this morning, as I surrender to him, where does my help come from? My help comes from the maker of the heavens and of the earth. The one that does not slumber and neither does he sleep this morning. But he watches over you. I say that you are under his eye this morning. You are under his protection this morning. I say the sunrise of his love will arise over your dark night. Break through your cloud at dawn again. Only God can satisfy our hearts this morning, people. 
Only God can fill our hearts with songs of joy until the end of our days. And this morning, as you are overwhelmed with grief, I prophesy, decree, and declare that the praises of the Holy Spirit will come and just simply lift you up and He will overwhelm you with His goodness, His kindness, His faithfulness, His love, His joy, His peace. We thank Him for the presence of the Holy Spirit this morning. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you. And we worship you this morning from our hearts. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will touch every heart and every spirit this morning. Touch every mind. The Bible says, how enriched are those who find strength within their hearts this morning. I say within your heart is the highways of holiness. Within your heart this morning is the highway of victory. Within your heart this morning is the highway of freedom, of blessing, of peace and of joy. Even if your path winds through the dark valleys of tears, you will find a pleasant pool when you dig in deep. And you stand upon the word where others will only find pain. You see, God will give you a fresh outpouring of his rain this morning. He will give you a brook of blessing, as the Bible says. And I say you will grow stronger and stronger and stronger this morning in the Lord Jesus Christ. We say thank you, Jesus. We praise you. So the psalmist says in Psalm 73, when my heart was grieved and offended. Listen to this. When my heart was grieved and offended, he said I was senseless. I was ignorant. I was like a dumb ox in the presence of God. This is what the enemy wants. He wants to overthrow your position in Christ. He wants you to doubt God. He wants you to move away from Jesus. But this morning, we choose to run to Him. We choose to praise Him. We choose to thank Him from our hearts this morning. So let's talk about the first storm or the challenge that is caused by your own sin. Your own wrongdoing. The Bible even says that sin leads to sickness and sickness to death. It's a path of destruction. You see this morning, sin is your enemy. Your greatest enemy. So if we don't change our ways, if we don't turn from our wicked ways, if we don't repent before God, it is deadly. And it will destroy your life. It will destroy your marriage. It will destroy your future, your career, your family. So we have to take a stand upon the word this morning. We have to bring our hearts before Jesus. Psalm 107, it says that some, is in, some are in darkness. Locked up, chained up as prisoners. Chained up. Listen to this. Because you have disobeyed God's word. 
And because you have turned your back on his counsel, now your heart is heavy. It's a harsh punishment. And when you look around you, there's no one in sight to help you. This is the scripture. That was verse 10. Do we sometimes find ourselves in a situation? No matter what you try, you cannot get out of it. No matter who tries and help you, you don't seem to find a way out of it. But there's hope this morning. We simply have to repent. It is called true repentance before God. Sometimes we can sing it. And we say that we humble ourselves before the throne of grace. That means I humble myself. I ask God to forgive me, to cleanse me, to wash me with his precious blood. You see, it's time for the church to realize that God is God. That we are not yet to question him, to dictate to him, to reason with him. To bargain with him. We need to stand up as sons of God. As children of the most high God. And do what the word says. If you love me, you will obey me. Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. When we ask for forgiveness, God will cleanse you. Wash all your sins away. He keeps no record of wrong. And you you will walk out today with your miracle. You walk out with change. Psalm 107. We are still there. You can read the whole of the psalm. I'm just using some scriptures here and there. So there there are parts where they crowd out to God. And God delivered them in their distress. But I just want to mention at the same time, the scripture says that because of the evil and the wickedness of the people, you know what God did? He changed the river into a desert. He changed the flowing springs into dry ground. He changed the fruitful land into wasteland. But when they cried out, I say when they cried out and they say, God, please forgive me. Have mercy on me. God immediately changed the situation. God stole the storm and everything became calm for them. Then God brought them to a city where they could settle. They could sow in the lands. They could plant vineyards. And they had a fruitful harvest. They increased in numbers. The hungry could come and live there. Their herds did not diminish. God changed the desert into a river. God changed the dry land into flowing springs once again. So this morning, God is saying to you, I've got plans to prosper you. I've got plans to take care of you. 
He says, when you pray, I will listen. When you seek my face, you will find me. He says, and when you are serious about finding me, this is what the word says. He says, you will not be disappointed. I will turn your situation around. Can we say thank you, Jesus? So we know what the Bible says. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will forgive their sins. I will heal their land. What are we doing in times like this where we find ourselves in? Are we praying for God's people? Are we praying for our leaders? Are we praying for our country? Or do we murmur? Do we complain? Do we rebel? Do we allow the things of this world, the nature of the enemy, to enter your heart, to bring division amongst God's people? Where are the church? Where are the people of God that will rise up? It is prayer that will change the lives and the hearts of people, that will change the nation. It is not our plans and our ideas. This morning, God looks at your heart. I'm saying it boldly before the throne of grace. God is not looking at the color of your skin this morning. When you stand before God one day, He's not going to ask you about your culture, your, your background. He's going to look at your heart. He wants to speak to your heart. He wants you to be an instrument, a vessel in his hands that he can use effectively to reach the lost and the broken. We have the solution on the inside. We can't always look towards people, towards our leaders for solution. The solution is on the inside of us. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to unlock that which he has placed on the inside. To make the difference. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. So we look at the second test. Or the challenge that comes from heaven this morning. That you simply have to pass. Determined by God. We heard it this morning. James chapter 1. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. For the testing of your faith will produce patience. Waiting on God. God's time is the best. Let patience have its perfect work in your life. So that you will be perfect and complete in Christ. Lacking nothing. I say God is interested in your heart this morning. It's not what comes your way. It's how you respond. I say it's how you respond. No matter what you are faced with this morning, it's how you respond. When you look at your challenge, your storm this morning, have you taken the word of God as your weapon? Have you taken the word of God and not let it depart from your mouth? 
Or did you look for the solution elsewhere? Because if this word does not depart from your mouth, it will drop into your spirit. Mm, that's different. You see, when it's up here, it's religion. When it's in the heart, it's relationship. That's when it becomes a part of you. It is Jesus talking. It is Jesus speaking. It is Jesus looking. It is power speaking. Because the word is a part of you. And then you begin to do what it says. And you make your ways prosperous. And you have success. No matter what you see. No matter what you hear. No matter what you feel. No matter what you know. No matter if the doctor said it's over. You see, when God raised Jesus from the dead, he says, he gave him a throne in the heavens. And he rules the whole universe. From galaxies to governments. He says, no one is exempt from his rule and his power and his authority. And he says, it's not just for the time being, it is forever. And he says, he has the final say concerning everything. I say the word of God this morning is the living spoken word and has the final say in your life this morning. No matter what the doctor's report says, Jesus has the last and the final say. And the Bible says, whatever he says goes, that stands forever. I say the word is forever settled in the heavens this morning. No one can change the word of God. We know 1 Corinthians 10, 13. No temptation. No temptation can overtake you this morning. Because it's all common to man. God will not push you past your limits. He will make a way of escape. He will give you a way out so that you will be able to bear it. So that you will be able to stand. Before him this morning. Psalm 73. Even the psalmist said. I don't understand this all. Go and read the psalm. I've looked at the wicked. How can they prosper in all their ways? How can they make it? Isn't this what we so many times ask? And they, they prosper. They've got nothing to worry about. They've got it all going for them. But look at their pride. Look at their arrogance. And then he says, but then I went into the sanctuary. I went into the presence of God. And I realized that God is with me. He's holding my hand. And then God let me see when I looked at the wicked. Their slippery ways that leads to destruction. His eyes opened up. Because we always want to compare ourselves with others. Compare our situation with others. When we go through our test or our challenge. He says, you know what? When you come into the presence of God, then you realize they will not make it without Jesus. But I need to hold on to him. I need to hold on to him more. I need to pray more. 
I need to draw closer to him more. I realize my dependence upon Jesus, upon his word, that I need him with every step that I take, with every breath. I need his presence more than anything in my life. So we look at someone that didn't do anything wrong. We look at Job. He was a righteous man. But yet he lost everything. Now I want you to put yourself in his position this morning. Because we sometimes read the Bible like a storybook. You need to understand, losing your home, losing your children, they die. Lost his wealth, his health. So let's get to the part where Job questioned God. Listen to this. Job 40, verse 1 to 8. God then confronted Job directly. Now what do you have to say for yourself? This is God speaking. Are you going to drag me, the mighty one, to court and press charges against me? Does it look like God is feeling sorry for Job? I want you to listen with your heart this morning. Because this is going to open your relationship with Christ. Job answered God and said, I'm ready to shut up. This is what the one translation says. This is not me. And to listen. So Job answered, I'm speechless. I'm in awe. Words will fail me. I should never have opened my mouth against you, God. I've talked too much. Way too much. I'm ready to shut up and listen. God says, I have some more questions for you. And I want straight answers. Do you presume to tell me what I'm doing? Are you calling me a sinner so that you can be a saint? Are you calling me unjust to justify yourself? And this is a God that we think we can mess with. God is not a pushover this morning, people. He's not a walk in the park. God is God this morning. And sometimes things will happen that you will simply not have the answer. That is why the Bible says, trust me from the bottom of your heart. And don't try and figure out everything on your own. Don't assume that you know it all. He says, but listen for my voice. Where is that your heart? Wherever you go, in whatever you do, no matter what you go through. Then he says, but run from evil and run to God. Why? Because when we go through those challenges, the enemy comes with the distractions. You know what? This is not working for me. He says, don't assume that you know it all. He says, because I'm the one that will keep you on track. You see, this morning, people, we need God. 
more than ever before in in our lives. We need His presence more than ever before. Job just simply had no idea that God actually wanted to promote him. No test, no promotion, no reward. Your test qualifies you for a promotion and qualifies you for a reward. So don't lose your bold, courageous faith, for therein lies a great reward that comes from the hand of God this morning. So what is faith? A lifestyle of trusting God, no matter what, that He will promise, that He will do what He has promised in His Word. And He will not fail you. His Word will not fail you this morning. So in Job 42, he repents before God. He repents. He says, God, you can do anything. No one can stop your plans and your purposes. You can do everything, God. I spoke about things that was above my head. Things that were just simply way beyond me. And I ask you to forgive me. And it says in one translation, he says, please forgive me. I promise I will not do it again. So God restored Job. So if you read Job 1 verse 3, Job 42 verse 12, you will see that God doubled his blessing. God increased everything. It was double. And this morning, you can receive the same increase. You can receive double this morning. You can receive more this morning. Because we have the Spirit without measure. The Spirit without limitation. Say with me the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of me this morning. Mm, he's at work this morning in my situation. See, he will do a much better job than you and I. The Bible says when things don't go your way, don't assume that Jesus is not on the job. God is aware of every situation in your life this morning. He says when you cry out for help, he will deliver you from all your anxious fears. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God will deliver them from all their troubles. He will surround you with songs of deliverance. He will guide you with his very own eyes. He will sustain you. He will keep you. He will uphold you with his righteous right hand. He will listen when you cry out in times of trouble. He will help you this morning. He will defend you. He will grant you your heart's desires. He will fulfill your purpose. He will fulfill your petition this morning. I cried out to God. He met me halfway. And he delivered me from all my anxious fears. Not your situation this morning that can destroy you. It's the fear of the situation that can destroy you. We sang it this morning that it cannot kill me. See, sometimes we need to sing from our hearts. It's not from our heads. It's from our hearts. And when you function 
in the natural realm, in this realm, and you want to fight everyone, and you want to do things in your way, and you took matters into your own hands, you know what God does? He withdraws. He gave me a clear vision. Because God cannot function in that realm. You are fighting a losing battle. Someone phoned me yesterday with a crisis. And they were worked up and they were, they were angry. And I said, stop. Start praying. And the situation turned around. Impossible in the natural. I said, because God cannot function in the realm of the natural. He cannot function there. God is spirit. He functions in the spirit. He functions in your heart. He speaks to your heart. Is that a revelation to you this morning? So we do it in our own strength. We become weary. We become burdened. We become tired. And then he says, come to me. Come out of that realm. I cannot help you over there. I cannot defend you over there. I cannot protect you over there. I cannot provide for you over there. That is the realm of the enemy. And God doesn't change his word for any of us this morning. He doesn't jump off his throne. He is God and he rules forevermore. He has compassion for you and he loves you. He is trustworthy. He is reliable. He is unchangeable. He is honest. He is all powerful. But he doesn't jump off the throne when you throw a tantrum. I want you to hear me this morning. We need to become serious with God, church. We are not here to play with God. Just read the Old Testament. They never entered the promised land. They rebelled against God. They sinned against Him. Did not repent. Did they enter the promised land? No! Did God feel sorry for their generation? Did He feel sorry for their children? No! The decisions you make today as parents will affect your children. If you don't stand now and conquer the battles and overcome, they will be faced with the same battles. That is the generational curses we speak about. So then you must know you leave it to the children. Because you didn't take a stand. You didn't fight the good fight of faith. We need to hear the voice of the Spirit. It's not just about lifting our hands. It's not just a Sunday thing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So pass your test. Bible says, James chapter 1 verse 12. Happy are those who remain faithful under trials because they shall succeed in passing such a test. Anyone who meets a testing challenge head on, not a translation, and manages to stick it out will be mighty fortunate. Your reward, says the scripture, is life and more life.
Your reward is life, victory, healing, blessing, breakthrough, peace, joy. Your reward is a permanent solution that comes from the throne of grace. So the Holy Spirit is with us. Wherever we are and whatever we do, do we trust Jesus in the small things? Do we consult the Holy Spirit that is with us every day? Should I be here? Should I go be? Should I be in that place? Should I attend this? It's like the prophet says, if you can't trust him with the small things, you're going to struggle to trust him for the big things. That is what he means when he says that. But we just plan our lives. We just do what we want to do every day. We just carry on. Did you speak and ask the Holy Spirit? But then we end up in an accident. The Holy Spirit will say, I never told you to be there. And then we blame God. I prayed, why did he not protect me this morning? Do you understand where I'm going this morning? We need to draw closer to him this morning. I'm closing. Sin is your enemy. And Jesus is your friend this morning. These are the two differences, the different types of challenges and storms. It's very simple. So if you want to experience God this morning, you know what? If you need to repent, you repent before God. And God will forgive you. And he will bless you. And give you your victory this morning. Because God loved the world so much that he gave his only son, Jesus Christ. He gave his son so that we could receive life through him. And if he gave you his son so freely, how much more will he not freely give you all things? But we understand that there is no fear in love this morning. God is love. And his perfect love drives out all fear. You see, so many times as Christians, we have to get back to the basics. God is not interested in what other people say or do. Whether you're right or wrong, he's interested in your heart, how you respond. And you need to realize how much more I need Jesus this morning. Can we just have someone? How much more I need Jesus this morning in my life. That when I go into his presence, I don't run from God. I run to him this morning. When you run in the direction of the world, you will be destroyed. It's a path of destruction. But run to God in his presence. You can abide under the shadow of his wings. You can dwell in the secret place of the most high God. The Bible says, rescue me, O Lord, for you are my only true hero. When my heart is overwhelmed with grief, I feel helpless, alone, mistreated, and in misery. But God, I turn to you this morning. God, please turn to me, for I need your mercy. I need you to help me, God. Because my trouble seems to be going from bad to worse. That's the scriptures, by the way. 
God, look at my enemies. They are so evil, they hate me. Please protect me against their power. Protect me against them, my Father. Let it never be said that I trusted you and you never came to rescue me. See, God wants to rescue you this morning. God wants to rescue you. He wants to release you from every spirit of stealing, killing, and destruction. Every spirit that torments you, that causes nightmares in your life. He wants to release you and set you free. He wants you to have freedom in your heart this morning. Do you have freedom in your heart this morning? You see, when we run to God, we learn not to question Him. No matter the situation, I learn to hold on to Him. The Bible says, hold on to my word for dear life. He says, and I will get you out of any kind of trouble. I will take the best care of you. If you only learn to trust me and get to know me, I will rescue you. I will be at your side. Even in bad times. So God never leaves us this morning, family. God will never leave you. And he will never forsake you. He's righteous. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.